We have got Mr. Owen Seaton from uh, CFC, Chattanooga Football Club, joining us. And Owen, appreciate the time, my man. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. I need Aaron Tippin as my walk-up music all the time. Now. You do, for sure. Because <laughs> hey, you had a killer mustache for years. I don't know what you look like now. It's been a while since I've seen you, but beard, mustache? I got the COVID goatee happening still. Nice, okay. nice. There you go. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of the thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you don't go into the office, why do you need to shave? That's what I said for a whole year. Even when you do go right? into office, why do you need to shave? That's what Joe says every day. <laughs> there you go. So, Owen, well, uh, my apologies, but what's your official title? Are you like communications director for Jenning FC? Uh, I'm the chief marketing officer. Chief so that marketing. Includes, it includes... Uh, Includes communications, but not exclusively. Chief communication or chief marketing officer. That's right. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, man, you all have a really cool thing that's going to start tomorrow, and I'm going to let you tell the story. Um, but just it's it's going to be a documentary on the grassroots efforts, the beginning of the Chattanooga Football Club, right? Uh, well, part of it is for sure. It's a six episode docu series, so kind of like Hard Knocks um, or Last Chance You type thing. Where um, the first episode, which airs tomorrow night, tells the story of the founding of the club and kind of gives the backstory for anybody that may not know kind of what's been going on the last eleven years with CFC. But uh, but then it, it moves forward to last year, our first pro season. We had you know navigating the pandemic and then the the year-end bubble tournament that we had up in detroit so it's it's really after we get past episode one it, it really is uh 2020 our first pro season okay it is uh it is named no matter what the rise of the chattanooga football club like you said six-part series and they will be uh, starting at 8 30 tomorrow night on uh, EPB Channel 305, Comcast HD 440, and I would encourage folks to look at it because, let's face it, we're all sports fans. Even if we're not soccer fans, Owen, this has been the story in Chattanooga for the last 12 years. I mean, I can remember the day that we heard about it for the first time, and, of course, Dr. B wasn't the biggest soccer guy. That'll never work. Oh, boy, howdy, has it worked. And I'm, it's just amazing story of the whole thing, the hooligans, the situations, the success, the, the, the fact that people just want to be a part of it from the beginning. I mean, just talk about the whole thing um, and how it rose to prominence. Yeah, um, I mean, we tell, tell the story a bit in episode one about that and about the founding of the Chatta Hooligans and how that all came about and, and – the thing that makes soccer so unique and the reason that it appeals to so many people is that it's, it's a faster sport. They, you know, there aren't as many stoppages as there are in football or baseball where, you know, the action is nonstop. And so you, you can set your watch and know from the time it starts until the time it ends, it'll be less than two hours. And, and it's just a good time to go hang out with your friends have an adult beverage and uh, you know, and cheer your brains out. And, and that's something that's really resonated with, uh, our city and you know it didn't take long you know two three seasons before we were getting really big crowds down at Finley you know and and some of those championship games 18,000 people you know packing Finley Stadium to, to cheer on the boys in blue so it's been it's been something that's kind of started as a groundswell and is really kind of taken off and and it's really resonated with uh with with everyone in our community from families to 
you know, younger, younger people to, you know, singles to older folks. And, you know, it really touches all the demographics. And so it's, it's just there's a there's something for everyone. Uh, Mark Weedmer had a nice article in the paper uh, about the, the documentary and uh, a quote from Bill Elliott. I think uh, it's not an exact quote, but I think he, he nailed it uh, when he said it's, you know, it's just Chattanooga. It's not necessarily, yeah, they got good players. It's a good product. But this is just a Chattanooga thing. It's not a soccer thing. It's not a, a this thing. It's just a Chattanooga thing. And you want to go somewhere where you got like-minded people, and you just you can have a good time and not know a thing about soccer. I think so that's you used the, so special. the spirit of Chattanooga. The spirit of Chattanooga I think exactly, is the phrase yeah. you used, and I thought that nailed it too, Joe. You're exactly right. Yeah, I mean, one of the things we talk about a lot is just how much civic pride there is here people people especially people who are from chattanooga but anyone that's lived here for any amount of time um really loves chattanooga for what it is and that we see that when you know when outdoor magazine has their poll on the every year on the best outdoor city and chattanooga has won that thing like three times because everybody turns out to vote and everybody loves you know chattanooga whiskey and chattanooga brewing and all these things that are exclusively chattanoogan that are not you know, brought in from out of town, Riverbend, you know, all those kinds of things that are ours, that we can say this is something that was built by Chattanoogans, um, really resonate with, with people, even if they're not native to Chattanooga, but once, once you're here, you're, you're ours, you know, and, and, and that's just kind of the, uh, the mentality that, that the club has taken on and mainly through the fan base has, you know, just adapted that over the last, 12 years. All right, and I love the uh, the other quote was well, just a, a chat of a hooligan. I think the story started with his 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 uh, view of it. Adam Dukes is his name, and just talked about how he moved here from Atlanta and just wanted to have a uh, you know a very affordable family night out to do something. He saw the hooligans cheering and going crazy, and he was like, "These are the people I want to be around." And that you know some of those hooligans aren't just the biggest soccer fans in the world; they're just down there because they love being in that group and having something to cheer for and. And, and a like like minded people, Joe, like you use that phrase, and and it's just a lot of doggone fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a group to belong to, and somebody that you know, it's a group that accepts everybody, regardless of what you look like, or you know where you go to church on Sunday, or if you even go at all. And and you know, and and there's something there for everyone. Adam actually is the one of the producers and the director of the of the documentary, so he saw that and decided, hey, I got to tell this story, and. Um, you know, he and I teamed up uh, late in 2019 to decide to, you know, tell the story the right way. So what was the the, the, the process? Well, I mean, I'm sure it's lengthy, but uh, just the Cliff Notes version. How did you get it on PBS? Uh, we just called him and asked. Huh? Okay. Um, you know, you know, I mean, we, we had a trailer uh, done, but, you know, when we went up to Detroit for the two week tournament, we, you know, by the time we were back, we had a couple hundred hours of footage, you know, so we knew this was going to take a while to get edited, but, but we, we put together a trailer and took it to them and, you know, and said, you know, Hey, we feel like things that are important. Like if you think about Ken, Ken Burns documentaries or things that are of that quality, you know, PBS is where you find them. Um, and, you know, we went to PBS and showed them the trailer and said we'd we'd love to to partner with you guys on it. And they they've been excited since the, you know day one. And um, you know they they've they've been a great great partner for us. And and um, as a matter of fact, it's at eight thirty tomorrow because normally going to be at eight and all the rest of them will be at eight. But but the president's going to speak tomorrow, so at eight o'clock. 
so they called us up as soon as they found out and said, "Hey, we got to slide you to eight thirty. I mean, that's the kind of partners they've been. They're 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 really worried, uh, you know, about uh, about that happening. But they they've been great to work with, and we're excited to be be on with them. Well, I'm gonna need to get a contact from you because I have a great idea. I always have great ideas, uh, Owen. Uh, so my my idea is kind of a mixture of a. Uh, of a uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey uh, mixed with a paper football tournament. Uh, so when you uh, just think about that, that Gri- craziness. <laughs> Gripping. Think about that craziness, man. You talk about ratings bonanza. <laughs> I, 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 think Sp- I, I think Spike TV would be all over it. <laughs> <laughs> now tell the listeners, and, and you know a lot of folks know who you are, but for the folks that don't, You've got such a background in video production, and you worked at, uh, gosh, up in Louisville, and you've done a lot of stuff here in the last uh, 15, 20 years as far as kind of having this knowledge and being able to present something like a documentary. Even though it wasn't your baby, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. I mean, you've you got some, obviously, some time spent to know what you're looking at. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been fortunate in my career to, to be involved in a lot of cool television and video projects, and, and when... Tim asked me to come join the club um, in fall of 19. You know, we had talked about doing some original programming and some kind of behind the scenes um, video stuff. We didn't specifically say a documentary, but we were thinking more just kind of all access Facebook live, go behind the scenes with stuff. And, and I met Adam pretty quickly after I got back to town and uh, he told me he had this idea about a documentary and we were, we were excited about it, and the plan was originally we were going to shoot some things around the first game and kind of make a pilot episode and then go find some money to go do a full season, um, you know, and, and that was the plan, and we shot a bunch of stuff in preseason last year, and then the pandemic stopped everything, and so the pro- we didn't have enough to put together the pilot, and we kind of put everything on pause, and then when the bubble tournament happened at the end of the year we were like hey we can go to detroit and shoot a season's worth of stuff in two weeks uh because we're going to have this year-end tournament and so that's what we did and uh so really the the pandemic probably moved this project up a a year uh because we were able to get a a year's worth of footage in in a compressed period of time and so um i think i've i've seen the first three episodes we we spent um you know most of the last three weeks in the edit suite finishing everything up and and we're pretty close to dialing in the last three and and they're really good i just i showed them to my wife who's she's not a big sports fan but she loves hard knocks and uh you know last chance you and all that for the drama and she she thought they were great and that's usually a pretty good sniff test for me as someone who's not a hardcore sports fan can watch it and say this is really good so for for those out there that that might not be in the the video editing world and just you know everything involved with uh, what you has, guys have going on. I spend a little time in it, uh, still doing it a little bit. So I know how long it takes to do just a, a simple five-minute video uh, with the editing and their publishing and everything like that. So uh, give us an idea how long it, it took for that first episode from beginning to end, how long that took. Uh, well, um, pretty much all day, every day since, September. Uh, (laughs) Whoa. You know, so, so we finished, we finished shooting, um, you know, the second week of September at the end of the tournament. And then, then we had to kind of 
we had to go watch every piece of footage that we'd shot so we knew what we had because you can't edit if you don't sure. ha- know what, what footage you have. So that logging and, and looking at that footage took, you know, five, six weeks. Uh, took us almost to the holidays. You know, and then you start to piece it together and see kind of narratively what your story looks like. And then we had to go shoot a couple of interviews to kind of fill the gaps and tell, you know, bridge from one piece of the story to the next. Um, and then started editing rough cuts and then we wrote voiceover scripts and, you know, brought, brought an announcer down to do the voiceover recording and then editing all together and then putting graphics on top of it. And so it's been, you know, it's been a nonstop process since September. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry to nerd out about this. But I find it pretty interesting. So, you know, well, there's a lot more people doing video editing nowadays. That's for sure. 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 Um, so you yeah. didn't you didn't start off with okay, this is kind of going to be our storyline. Let's go shoot some stuff, and then we'll we'll do episode one, and then we'll go shoot more. Do episode two. You, you gathered it all, and then came together and say, okay, this is what we got. This is uh, let's figure out how these episodes are going to roll. Yeah, I mean, this is true. You know, sports is the only real reality television that there is, right? All the other right. reality television is scripted to some extent. You know, you, the the great thing about these is that the action on the field and off the field, but the action on the field is what drives the narrative. So when you know when we're at the first when we're at the first game in the bubble tournament and have a pretty significant injury, you know, in that match. We, that ch- changes the story. We, you know, then the coaches have to adjust the lineups, and that's part of the story. And then the next day, he's at the doctor getting X-rays. That's part of the story. Sure. Yeah. Then we get the results, and so all those things. Like we had no idea what it was going to be. We just knew we were going to play at least three games up there, and 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 we ended up playing four. And we knew we had, you know, all that access with, you know, the, the film crew was in the hotel. You know, it was, it was a true bubble, just like the NBA, like. You had to be COVID tested and you could not go outside, you know, the bubble for things. And they were, every team had their own floor of the hotel and the film crew was on the floor with our guys and they're in the room and they're hanging out, playing cards, waiting for game time, you know, all those kinds of things you'll see, um, you know, down in the, down in the weight room when they're getting weightlifting in and on the off days, all those kinds of things. So you'll see, you know, it's a true behind the scenes documentary and again it's tomorrow night on pbs uh, that is uh, comcast hd 440 epb channel 305 it is entitled no matter what the rise of the chattanooga football club it is a six-part run so the remaining five episodes will begin at eight o'clock are those 30 sec or 30 minutes or 60 minutes no they are they're 30 minutes and then um and then we will have after this will run for six weeks so it goes through april 13th is the last episode and then Shortly after that, we are putting the final touches on uh, a streaming deal with one of the major streaming platforms, so it'll be available to binge cool. after that. Awesome. Yeah. And you guys actually start, now fans can't attend, but uh, this Saturday, right, it is CFC at Birmingham Legion, Le- at Legion Field? Yeah. That that is a uh, yes. That's a closed door exhibition. Um, we our first uh, first match that fans can attend is April third. We've got Louisville City here, and that's also a preseason match. But it's but it is going to be open to the public. And then the the league tournament starts is here. All all nine teams in the league will be be here for two weeks, starting April thirteenth down, down at Finley, and uh, you'll be able to attend those and and uh single game tickets go on sale the 23rd for all those matches that's awesome season season tickets are available now and and are good for all of those as well 
Go to ChattanoogaFC.com. You can get all these uh, th- this information and about the documentary. Also, you can get tickets. You can get a season pass, and you can see their schedule the whole nine yards. Oh, and appreciate your time, man. Very interesting stuff, and congratulations. I know you, all you guys have to be excited about uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, we, we're, we're really excited to bring, you know, our fans are great, and they they weren't able to be a part of the story last year. They had to sit at home and, you know, watch on the Internet like everybody else. And so we're excited that we can kind of do this. It's a love letter to the hooligans and, uh, you know, to be able to, to bring them the year that they had to miss. XOXO. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Owen. Always appreciate your time, my man. All right. Talk to you guys later. Sounds Thanks, good. Talk to you. Owen Seaton from CFC and ChattanoogaFC.com. Just check it out, man.